<laughs> well, it's so lovely to be chatting to you. You had a brand new song drop last Friday called Know Me Better. Um, how did the kind of process go with this song? I mean, did you create it during isolation? Like, what's that been like? Yes. Well, um, thank you so much. Um, this song definitely had an interesting way. Uh, like, the, cre- the creative process was very, very different because we were in isolation. Like, I'm here in Melbourne and the producers are in Sydney. So we were like, how are we going to do this? And, you know, light bulb moment, um, there's this new software. Oh, there's always new software. <laughs> where, you can, um, where you can record in, like, super high quality, like, into, you know, my recording mic, and it, and it would come up on their computers in real time in Sydney. So it was, like, a really different way of recording. You know, I'm used to being actually in the studio, you know, behind the glass in the booth and, and really collaborating that way. So I was, like, hoping, I was, like, oh, my gosh, if my Wi-Fi crashes, we're not going to get this song done. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Isn't that just the thing about 2020 that we've learned, like, oh, we can use technology in all these different ways? Yeah, I'm, like, oh, my gosh, I'll be saving so much money, like, travelling to Sydney (laughs) if I can just stay home in in my home studio and get recordings done. (laughs) Well, Well, I feel like this is like, opened up, you don't have to travel to Sydney, you said, but, I mean, all of a sudden, the amount of people you could collaborate with if you wanted to like you don't need to get on a plane to LA or New York these people you can take half an hour out of the day or something I don't know how long the recording process takes (laughs) probably a little longer longer. (laughs) but is there but is there anyone you'd love to collaborate with now that now that that's a possibility well yeah that's so true like I can yeah I actually haven't really thought about that (laughs) that is so true I could possibly collaborate with anyone I wanted around the world but oh my gosh there's so many people that I'd love to collaborate with and producers and oh like like I love Charlie Puth as a producer mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you can yep. know, but he's a great producer but also there's an there's a producer in LA that I've worked with recently Michael Fatkin uh, who I've worked on some of my tracks as well I don't know it'd be cool to hit him up send me your zoom details mate I absolutely love that. Um, Isaiah, I think that uh, most people would know you from things like you represented Australia for Eurovision in 2017. You won the eighth season of X Factor. But people around here might actually know you because you grew up in Moama. Can you tell us about your childhood? I've got uh, that you were born in Portland, but you were raised in Moama. What was your childhood there like? Yes, um, I'm such a proud like country boy. I've kind of converted into like a... City boy, country boy hybrid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, no, like I love the country and like Ichuka Moama is like, I love visiting there in the holidays. I love going there. Growing up in, in Moama was, was obviously different, like, but getting that sense of community and growing up in like, you know, like humble kind of beginnings was definitely something I, you know, couldn't ever replace, you know, because it's, it's molded me and shaped me into the person I am today you know, coming from a really community-based town. Growing up there, I was super shy, really, really, really shy kid. Um, Like, I was out there, but the things that I wanted to do in life and who I wanted to be, I was super shy and embarrassed about, like, in becoming a singer. Uh, Because, you know, in country towns, like, it's not really the norm. Like, you either play sport or you want to study and go to university, but being a musician and a singer was like... No one ever had that dream, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but I, but I did. But, so I, I always did kind of feel a little bit out of place uh, growing up. But I always held on to my passions and what I believed in, and it's gotten me 
to where I am today. So I will continue to do that. <laughs> mm, it's gotten you to be the yeah. highest streamed First Nations artist in the world, which I think is absolutely incredible. And I would love to ask you about your um, your Aboriginal roots. You're a proud Yorta Yorta man. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the community of the, I don't know whether my wording of this is correct. Is it the Yorta Yorta tribe? Is that how I would refer yeah. to it? Yeah. So basically like all across Australia, there's, like back years and years and years ago, Australia was split up into different sections and they were named like tribes. So Moama, Ichuka Moama, the tribe that that's located in, that location is Yorta Yorta. Um, so yeah, like there's definitely like heaps of ed- like educational stuff that I've even taught myself in the last few years about my own identity mm-hmm. and, and what it all means for me as an artist and, yeah, like I love I love my land and where and where I come from. Your Ichukamoama is beautiful, and um, I, yeah, I'm proud of where I come from. I love it. Now I know you're in isolation at the moment, and everything's a bit weird right now. But you talked about that strong sense of community, and I know you've done a lot of mentoring with uh, young Aboriginal kids. And a, a, a saying I hear often is, "You can't be what you can't see." So, how how has your success uh, been translating to those uh, young Aboriginal kids that you've been uh, that you've been mentoring? Yeah, so like a, a huge passion of mine is, is is youth and and education. So. Last year, I went on a 50-date tour around Australia. It was, like, hectic. It was it was so long, and, you know, I, I remember feeling, like, so exhausted halfway through it, but the focus of, of that tour was to be reaching out to communities and, and high schools and youth and Indigenous youth and Indigenous communities and rem- really remote Indigenous communities as well. You know, telling the, the story of, of my journey and, and where I'm from and, and you know, how how I felt like, you know, I, I maybe couldn't succeed at the things that I wanted to because of where I was from and, and who I was. Um, but it was definitely like mentorships about, you know, giving some hope and inspiration and saying that you can do it and then and that you deserve, you know, to follow your dreams and achieve anything that you want to. So it was so good for the soul as well for me to, to, to go on that tour and, and spread that message and yeah it was good vibes and then we'd have the show later that night and yeah it was really great okay i love that well i think that um look personally i believe that we don't have enough um indigenous representation in any community within australia particularly the music community i because the people that i can think of that i know the names of it's a short list, and I think that we yeah, really yeah, need to exactly put that. a really strong focus into changing that. And I think that, you know, with everything that's been going on with the Black Lives Matter movement that has happened this year and obviously a couple of times before, yeah. are there are there ways that you can kind of, I don't know, from someone who has experienced it, what can we as individuals do to increase our Indigenous representation of Australian music? You know, how can we get behind these people? How can we be involved? A, a big way you can support is just through social media and mm-hmm. and and doing like as much as you want to on social media with spreading mm-hmm. awareness and and telling other people about artists and about movements and anything that you can share on your stories. I, I know I've been doing so much of that, especially with the you know the Black Lives Black Lives Matter protests and that. Like I went to the I even went to the to the protest in Melbourne because it was something that, you know, I really, really care about mm-hmm. and I care about change. So, 
Yeah, I don't know, just doing as much as you feel comfortable doing and with raising awareness, social media is a great way to, to be doing that. Um, but yeah, like there needs to be more representation in the music industry. And like you said, yeah, even I can just think of a, a few names, which is, mm. which is bad. We should be thinking of many, 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 many names. That, that, um, I completely agree. Yeah, but, um, you know, me being young, I'm only 20. I'm turning 21 this year, and, uh, you know, I know I've got, you know, uh, I hope a few more years <laughs> in the industry, but <laughs> I, want to, I want to continue that, that you know, that effort to, to be a voice and to represent my people because, yeah, there's not many, and I feel like it's a big responsibility of mine. Thank Fantastic. you so much. Thank you so much for your time, man. It was a pleasure chatting to you. Yeah, really nice chat, guys. Really Thanks appreciate so the message that you're spreading as well. I think it's really important. Love it. Love your work. Oh, thanks, guys.